we now begin the great season of Advent. As you walked into the church and we started Mass, you probably noticed the Advent wreath, the change of songs, even the change of colors from the Green Bay Packers to the Minnesota Vikings. <laughs> and that is probably to Monsignor Schumacher's dismay, but my delight. What is this Advent season all about? Our readings speak about being awake and being prepared. And what are we preparing for? It's the coming of our Lord Jesus Christ. 2,000 years ago, we were preparing for a coming Messiah. And this Messiah was born by a virgin in Bethlehem. The Word was made flesh, dwelt among us. In four weeks' time, we'll be celebrating that coming. We are also preparing for our Lord's second coming. That's what our second reading and our gospel are all about. We don't know when our Lord will come, the, the time, the hour, but we are to stay awake. This is when our Lord will come as he truly is, as the glorified Messiah, the resurrected Jesus. So we're preparing for that coming as well. And in order to prepare well for the second coming, Saint Bernard of Clairvaux, a great saint of our church, speaks about a third coming. This third coming is Jesus coming now. Jesus knocks on the door of our hearts and wants to take up residence there. During this Advent season, usually we extend our confession hours, we come to Mass to receive Jesus in the Eucharist, and we spend a little extra time praying, being prepared for the Lord's coming. So this is a beautiful season to get prepared for the Lord's coming at Christmas, which we celebrate, but also in his second coming. If you remember from last week, we were speaking about the seven O Anaphons. In this first week, we have O Wisdom. This Anaphon, O Wisdom, says this, The Word of God governs with a strong and yet tender care. This wisdom governs with a strong yet tender care. Who is this wisdom? If we remember, the O Anaphons are titles of Jesus. From the Old Testament. So this wisdom is a person. It's Jesus Christ. It's this wisdom incarnate who leads us to salvation. Jesus is the one that guides, governs, and directs us to salvation. That's what we hear in that first reading from Isaiah. It says, In days to come, the mountain of the Lord's house shall be established as the highest mountain, and all nations shall flood to it, go toward that mountain. What principle is driving all the nations to the Lord's house? It's this wisdom that's guiding the nations. And so maybe a question for us this Advent season is, what is guiding me to the Lord's house? The Lord's house, this mountain is Mount Zion. 
and it's a whopping 2,500 feet. Do you know anything about mountains? That's pretty small, pretty insignificant. It's just a little baby mountain. On the northern border of Israel is the snow-capped Mount Hermon at 9,200 feet. And on the southern border of Israel is Mount Sinai at 7,500 feet. In comparison to the Lord's house, these two mountains are ginormous. They're magnificent. And the Lord's house is pretty small. But isn't that what we celebrate in a few weeks' time? This smallness, this humility, this lowliness of our Savior, who comes to us as a form of a child. This is the wisdom of God, to come in this place of humility, to choose this small mountain to lead us to. This Mount Zion is where God wants to meet us. It's the place of encounter. And that's where wisdom is guiding us. Back in the fall of 2017, I had the opportunity to study over in Rome. And so I was able to travel around Europe for a little time. And I always wanted to go to the Swiss Alps. And I saw on the internet this little village of Gimmewald. It was a little picturesque village out in the middle of nowhere with just some hostels to stay in. So I got one of my seminarian friends to come with me. We flew into Zurich, Switzerland. We went to the train station. And I was speaking to this lady who could only speak German with me. And so I just asked her, can I get this train ticket to Gimmewald? She got me my train ticket, and we were on our way. Eventually, we reached the base of the Swiss Alps in this town of Interlaken. And so we had to tra change trains, and I got into this new train, and it started my ascent. As we were looking out the window, we saw these beautiful mountains before us. I was just awestruck by them. I looked down at our table, and there was actually a map of the mountain range before me. And all of a sudden, I knew there was something greatly wrong. I pulled out the train ticket from my pocket, and I looked at my destination, and rather than saying Gimmewald, it said Grindewald. So much for being able to speak German to her. We were going up the wrong mountain. And so after trying to figure out what to do, we eventually went down to that base town of Interlaken. I spent some extra money and we started going up to this picturesque village where I would spend the rest of my time in Switzerland. It's a beautiful experience, but that map for me guided me toward the right direction. That map for me was wisdom. I was disordered, misguided. The map for me was Jesus Christ, ordering me to the Lord's mountain. So maybe a question for us this Advent season is, what mountains in my life are competing with the Lord's mountain? Is my will, my heart, my mind, 
Is my family and friendships? Is my leisure and hobbies ordered to the Lord's mountain, to this place of encounter with him? Or rather, are they ordered to a Mount Sinai or a Mount Hermon that appear magnificent, but they're barren? They're not the place of the Lord. Will we allow wisdom to guide us to the Lord? May we pray that wisdom grows in us through this season of Advent. At the very end of the Bible, one of the last phrases is this. It's a simple prayer that I think we can pray on our lips and heart through this entire season. It's simply this. Come, Lord Jesus. To sum up Advent, let's pray that. Come, Lord Jesus. Amen.